हरिओम भगवान रिवील्स इज रियल नेचर इन दिस चैप्टर ही सेज आई परवेड दिस एंटायर वर्ल्ड इन माय अनमैनिफेस्ट फॉर्म मीन्स आई एम प्रेजेंट इन दिस वर्ल्ड बट आई एम अनमैनिफेस्ट आई कैनॉट बी सीन द एंटायर वर्ल्ड एग्जिस्ट इन मी बट आई डोंट डिपेंड ऑन द वर्ल्ड and from the highest standpoint the world doesn't exist in me this is the highest philosophy highest darshana of vedanta which is revealed here vedanta says that there is only one supreme reality which we call brahma and brahma alone is the reality brahma satyam and jagan mithya and the jagat which we see an experience is just an illusion an appearance and the one who is experiencing this jagat the jeeva is in essence that brahma alone what he thinks about himself is just a illusion but the essential nature of the jeeva is brahma this is the teaching of all the upanishads and this is the teaching of bhagavad gita also bhagwan says this all these beings are projected in me they are sustained in me and again merge back into me they are just mere projection in the beginning of this kalpa bhagwan says all this creation is projected and at the end of this kalpa at the end of brahmaji's lifetime again it merges back so again and again all beings come are projected they appear to be and again get dissolved this is a strange happening and that's what now bhagwan says in the next verse verse number 8 prakritim swamavashtabhya vishrujami punah punah भूतग्रामिम कृष्ण अवशं प्रकृतेर्वशात् प्रकृति स्वामवष्टभ्य विसृजा पुनः पुनः प्रकृतिम स्वाम अवष्टभ्य कंट्रोलिंग माय प्रकृति माय नेचर दिस ग्रेट प्रकृति विच इज समटाइम्स कॉल्ड माया आल्सो सो कंट्रोलिंग माय प्रकृति टेकिंग इट इनटू माय होल्ड भगवान सेज आई प्रोजेक्ट दिस वर्ल्ड अगेन एंड अगेन विश्रु जामी पुनः पुनः भूतग्रामम इमम ऑल दिस vast variety of this world and all the beings are projected with the help of my prakriti they are again and again helplessly projected krishnam avasham prakritir vashat all these beings are as though under the sway of this prakriti and they are projected again and again helplessly is like our dream helplessly 
when we go to sleep, by the power of our mind itself, one projects the dream. And all these dream beings, helplessly they keep on moving around, experiencing different joys and sorrows. They don't have any choice. See, when you dream, and in your dream, all those people who are there, they don't have any choice. They can't say, oh, no, no, I don't want to experience this. Helplessly, they are there experiencing the different joys and sorrows. Similarly, the entire creation which we experience, see, when we identify with the creation, we feel that, oh, what is this? This is not proper. Why Bhagwan is doing it? But when we identify with our own nature, we will understand the whole thing as a great play, as a great drama. It depends on which side of the wall we are. It's like the we see the play of that monkey and the person is there who is making the monkey play. So if we are the monkey, then we will not like the play. But if we are the one who is making it play, then we can enjoy it. Or like that puppeteer who makes the puppet dance. If we are the puppet, we might not like the whole show. But if we are the puppeteer, then we might, we will enjoy the show. Similarly, when we identify with our body, when we identify with this world and look at it, then we say, oh, why God is doing like this? Again and again, He is projecting this world, making all this being come, and then He makes them again disappear. Why He is doing? But He is not different from you. The essential nature of each one of us is that supreme reality alone. So the whole purpose of this uh, teaching of the scripture is to shift our attention to our own supreme nature. Hmm. Our attention now is in the world, is in the names and forms, one has to shift it to one's own real nature. So controlling my prakriti, avashtabhya vishrujami punap punaha, again and again punaha punaha vishrujami, I project Bhuta Gramam Imam, this vast multitude of beings. And each one of them are different. Outwardly, each one of us are different. And every being is different. We have vast variety of beings at different levels of spiritual evolution also. Krishnam Avasham Prakriter Vashat. They are helplessly, they are projected in this and the whole play of this world happens. It's like uh, helplessly means it is the very nature of Bhagwan's nature. It's like when when we are standing in the uh, out in the open and the sun is shining very brightly. Helplessly we will find our shadow there. We can't prevent it. We can't say no, no. I don't want this shadow to be there. Helplessly it is there projected. It goes through various ups and downs. If we move in a in a very rough area, the shadow also goes up and down in that area. Sometimes it goes into the ditch. Sometimes it goes over the water. 
Sometimes some truck and all goes over our shadow. So many things happen. Shadow is helpless because it's just a shadow. Similarly, this whole world is a projection of that supreme reality and helplessly it gets projected again and again. Individually, personally, <coughs> one experiences oneself helplessly living in this world. <coughs> helplessly means we are guided and propelled by our own thoughts and our own emotions. We, have, we are not creating our thoughts, we are not creating our desires. They arise in our mind and then we just go about fulfilling them. We are as though pushed by our own desires, our own passions, our own ambitions, our own fears, our own uh, pride, jealousies, uh, sadness. They keep propelling us into action, into various types of experiences. That is at individual level. But the same thing happens at the vast cosmic level. The Prakriti projects this world of beings and they keep on moving and having their experiences. Now one may ask that if God is doing this, then he must be also incurring uh, the uh, karma phala because he is performing this action. So he will also get the result of this action because whatever action we perform, we get the result. If God is projecting all this world, we are experiencing, individuals are experiencing joys and sorrows, then God also must be a shareholder in our, our joys and sorrows. He also must be incurring papa and punya. That is, that might be a question in our mind. Bhagavan says this doesn't happen. Why? He replies in the next verse. Nacha maam tani karmani Nibadnanti dhananjaya Udasena vadasenam Asaktam teshu karmasu Nachamam tani karmani nivatnanti dananjaya. Bhagavan says, He dananjaya, He Arjun, this karmas of projecting this world, sustaining this world, and again absorbing this world in my own prakriti doesn't bind me. Nachamam tani karmani nibhadnanti. These karmas don't bind me. Because this karmas happen spontaneously because of the very nature of Bhagwan's nature. Because of the very nature of his prakriti. It is the very svabhavastu pravartate. It is the very nature. It's like the sun. The very nature of the sun is to give light and heat. Give light and heat, nay. The, the very nature of the sun is to shine. 
बिकॉज ऑफ हिज प्रेजेंस अदर्स गेट लाइट एंड हीट सन डजेंट गिव लाइट एंड हीट ही इज जस्ट प्रेजेंट ही जस्ट एग्जिस्ट हिज वेरी प्रेजेंस गिवज अस लाइट एंड हीट सिमिलरली इट्स द वेरी नेचर ऑफ भगवान्स नेचर टू प्रोजेक्ट दिस वर्ल्ड टू सस्टेन दिस वर्ल्ड एंड टू अगेन एब्जॉर्ब दिस वर्ल्ड इन दिस एंटायर एक्शन द होल एक्शन हैपन्स स्पॉन्टेनियसली भगवान सेज आई एम नॉट इन्वॉल्व इन दिस एक्शन आई रिमेन उदासीन वत उदासीन वत लाइक अ साक्षी लाइक वन हु इज नॉट इंटरेस्टेड लाइक अ डिसइंटरेस्टेड विटनेस आई रिमेन इन दिस एक्शन द होल एक्शन हैपन्स and i remain like a disinterested witness it's like the light which is illumining the whole room this whole hall illumining me also that light remains like a witness only whether pravachan happens or whether a dance or drama takes place here or any other activity happens it just illumines those activity it neither encourages not discourages similarly the supreme reality is like the light it just gives existence it gives consciousness and in the very presence of this existence consciousness the drama of creation sustenance and dissolution takes place bhagwan says udasinavat asinam asaktastesu karmasu in all these karmas i remain asakta asakta means asanga without any attachment no attachment no attachment to the uh, all the beings no attachment to creation it just happen in my prakriti if we follow this example of bhagwan in our actions we also will remain free from all attachment to action if we remain totally like a witness if we remain unattached to the action as well as to the doership of that action as well as to the result of the action those actions will not bind us this is the karma yoga spirit which we have learnt in the third chapter is seen in bhagwan's all activity by his very mere presence things happen it's like the like the magnet in its very presence the iron filings and all start dancing and jumping or like the spring in the very presence of spring the different types of flowers and fruits and all bloom all sorts of trees and new plants and all start coming up in its very presence the spring is not doing anything but the spring's presence is required for all this to happen similarly by the mere presence of god the creation sustenance and dissolution of this whole world take place this we have to experience in our own self also because when we are talking about god 
is not different from our own self. If we observe our own body, if you observe your own uh, breathing also, in the beginning you will find that you are breathing. But if you keep observing, keep uh, like a witness, you will suddenly realize that breathing happens and you are just witnessing it as though someone else is breathing. Now we are so much identified with it and we feel, I am breathing. Are you breathing? You will say, yes, I am breathing. If you are breathing, then who is breathing when you are asleep? Who is breathing when you are unconscious? Breathing continues even when we are unconscious. That means breathing is happening according to the very prakriti, the very nature of our body, of the mind, of the whole mechanism. In the same way, thinking, feeling, all this also just happens according to the nature of nature. We, I, the Supreme Self, is merely a witness. But at present, I am so much identified with it that I feel I am the doer. I feel I am doing it. It's like the little child who is sitting in the car and he is just uh, somebody else is driving and the child feels that I am driving. He says, Papa, I am driving from behind. You don't worry. Hmm. So he has got a, a toy uh, steering and he keeps on moving it. He feels that he is doing it. And Papa also says, yeah, yeah, you continue. Hmm, don't worry. Similarly, we have a feeling that I am doing. But really speaking, the body is doing, the mind is doing, the intellect is doing, the ahankar is doing. The nature is doing, Prakriti is doing, all actions are happening in Prakriti, not in that Supreme Consciousness. But because of our attachment, we don't experience it. And because of this, one experiences the joys and sorrows. We experience the result of all our action. We get bound to the actions. But here Bhagwan says that I am not bound to this action of creation, sustenance and dissolution because I remain udasinavat asinam asaktam teshu karmasu. Similar statement we have seen in the fourth chapter also. Bhagwan was talking about the creation there also. He said, tasya kartaram apimam vidhi akartaram avvayam. Though I seem to be the doer of this world, creator of this world, understand, I am not the creator. This is a subtle point. Huh? If you understand, very good. If you don't understand, also very good. Hmm. Because that it's like the, to give an example, like the, like the screen. And the cinema. 
the screen says that I am merely a witness of this whole drama which you are watching on me. I, it is projected on me, it is sustained on me, it dissolves into me, but I am not the creator, I am not attached to it, I am just giving it support. Bhuta Brhunnacha Bhutastaha, that I support it, but I am not into it. In the same way, that pure consciousness, that Brahma, though it projects this world, but it projects by its prakriti, it is not attached to the action, it doesn't get bound with this action. And that is now more clearly explained in the next verse. Tenth verse. Maya dhyakshena prakritihi suyate sacharacharam hetu nanena kaunteya jagadviparivartate Mayadhyakshena prakritihi suyate sacharacharam He Bhagavan says, He Kauntiya, He son of Kunti, that prakritihi suyate sacharacharam, my prakriti alone projects this world, gives birth to this world. Suyate means to give birth. My prakriti alone gives birth to this world. And what is this world? Sacharacharam, made up of sentient and insentient things. All this is projected or given birth by my prakriti. And what do you do? He says, Maya Adhyakshena, I am the Adhyaksha, President. I am the President. But all work is done by the Prakriti only. Prakriti is the Secretary. Yeah, Adhyaksha is a very beautiful uh, word actually. It is not, the meaning is not really conveyed by the word President. Adhyaksha, Adhi Aksha, Aksha means eyes. One Adhi means one who places his eyes, means one who just keeps an eye, doesn't do anything, but one who just keeps an eye and or just pays attention to it and in his very, in that president's very presence, all activities happen. Like the king, the king doesn't do, the king just sits, but in his presence, for his sake, all the activities happen. Similarly, Bhagavan says, I am the Adhyaksha, that pure consciousness, Satchid Ananda Brahma, is like Adhyaksha only. In his pre- presence, the Prakriti projects this world. Prakriti has got this power, the Maya. Prakriti is also called Maya. It has got these three gunas, Tamogun, Rajogun, Sattvagun. This Tamogun has the, got the quality of hiding the reality. Avarana Shakti it is called. 
that is the very power of this prakruti to hide the supreme reality to cover the supreme reality then rajogun has got the power to project something else to create an illusion that is the very nature of rajogun and satvagun the very nature of satvagun is to remove all this illusion and again reveal the reality is called uh, uh, what you call uh, uh, this uh, satvagun removes the effect of both tamogun as well as the rajogun for example the rope and the snake the rope is there but you see it as a snake so when you see it as a snake what happens two things happen the rope is not seen and the snake is seen not seeing the rope is called avarana something covers the presence of that rope that is the that is called the tamogun and instead of rope a snake is projected that is called vikshepa shakti the power of projection but when we keep looking at it and when the proper light and all is there then suddenly the snake disappears and we see the rope very clearly that is called the satvagun the satvik quality which destroys both avarana and vikshepa and all these three exist in prakriti only prakriti is made up of these three gunas hmm daivi hesha gunamai mama maya duratyaya we have seen in the seventh chapter also this prakriti is made up of maya this what you call prakriti or maya is made up of these three gunas so by the very nature of this nature the world is projected it is sustained and again gets dissolved that pure consciousness is like a witness is like a adhyaksha is like a president in his very presence everything happens and that adhyaksha that supreme lord is not different from you and me he is your own self we are not talking about someone else we are talking about you we are talking about me that supreme self bhagwan says hetu na anena kaunteya jagat viparivartate by this cause itself the whole world the drama of this whole world takes place the whole world moves the whole world functions by this this uh, technique itself by this mechanism itself that i am the president adhyaksha and my prakriti projects this whole thing if this is happening at the cosmic level same thing when we experience at the individual level we will become free of the bondage of this prakriti when we meditate when we contemplate we will understand that all these actions are happening and i am merely a witness of all this action sometimes you should sit what you call uh, 
and just observe your breathing itself. As you observe your breathing, as I said, you will start understanding that breathing is happening and I am just a witness of my breathing. Even you can observe your own body. You will suddenly realize that the witness is there and the body is different from this witness. Same then attention you can shift to your own mind. And you will realize the thoughts are happening and I am merely the witness of these thoughts. It's like our computer. The computer is functioning because of electricity. But all the different variety of things which we see in the computer is not because of electricity. It's because of the software and hardware and all those wares which are there. Periware. And not periware, I think. Software. And hardware. Hmm. Because of that only, all the variety of things happen in computer. But... The presence of electricity is required. So, electricity is like adhyaksha. So, maya adhyakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam hetunane nakaunteya jagat viparivartate. By this cause itself, the whole drama of this world happens. Further, Bhagavan says, Avajananti maam mudhaha Manushim tanumashritam Param bhavamajanantaha Mamabhutamaheshwaram Avajananti maam mudhaha manushim tanumashritam Bhagavan says, but unfortunately, mudhaha, foolish people, avivekinaha, means those who don't have the power of discrimination, those who don't have this deep understanding, they do not understand this whole mechanism properly. And avajananti maam mudhaha manushim tanumashritam. And even when I take this avatar as a human being, they don't realize my supreme nature. They consider me as a mere human. They consider me as a limited being. And avajananti maam, and even disrespect me, insults me, and uh, censures me, and disrespects me. Avajananti maam, mudaha, manushim tanumashritam. I have taken refuge in this human form as Krishna. Bhagwan had taken this avatar as a human being. He has taken uh, as though a refuge in this human form. But he is that supreme reality alone. So not knowing my supreme nature, there are foolish people who look at me as a mere uh, individual, as a mere limited being and insults me, disrespects me. 
परम भावम अजानंत नॉट नोविंग माई सुप्रीम नेचर इवन अर्जुना कंसिडर्ड भगवान कृष्ण एज जस्ट जस्ट ऑर्डिनरी पर्सन यू नो हिज फ्रेंड नो डाउट ही हैड ग्रेट लव एंड रिस्पेक्ट बट ही थॉट इज वट कॉल रिसेंटली ही वॉज बॉर्न एंड ही लिव्ड इन वृंदावन गोकुल एंड ऑल एंड ही इज जस्ट ऑर्डनरी ह्यूमन बींग बट वैन ही सीज भगवान विराट रूप इन द इलेवेंथ चैप्टर इज अ डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ भगवान विराट रूप वैन ही सीज दैट विराट रूप सडनली ही रियलाइजेस दैट ही इज नॉट एन ऑर्डनरी ह्यूमन बींग बट साक्षात ईश्वर ओनली इन ह्यूमन फॉर्म सो नॉट नोविंग माई परम भावम माई सुप्रीम नेचर अजानंत दैट आई एम मम भूत महेश्वरम दैट आई एम लॉर्ड ऑफ ऑल दिस क्रिएशन दैट आई एम द मास्टर ऑफ दिस एंटायर यूनिवर्स नॉट नोविंग दिस फूलिश पीपल डिसरिस्पेक्ट मी दिस इज ट्रू विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू भगवान कृष्ण बट दिस इज ट्रू विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू ऑल ऑफ अस इन अवर रियल नेचर वी आर दैट सुप्रीम रियालिटी सच्चिदानंद ब्रह्म बट वी कंसिडर अवर सेल्फ अ लिमिटेड बींग दैट इट सेल्फ बिकम्स अवर ओन इंसल्ट एक्चुअली ईच वन ऑफ अस वेन वी थिंक अवर सेल्फ टू बी लिमिटेड वी आर इंसल्टिंग अवर ओन रियल नेचर आई एम दैट प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस ऑल परवेडिंग the very substratum of this whole world free from the bondage of prakriti merely a witness of this prakriti hmm? always free ha huh? nitya shuddha buddha mukta swarupaha but still i considered myself to be limited to be bound to be taking birth and dying ha huh? this is like a insult to my own nature there is a story which uh, mahatmas they tell about a, a, a cowherd boy this cowherd boy was taking care of his cows and as he was going in the forest one day he saw some shining object so he picked it up and he liked it very much and he put it around the neck of his dearest cow hmm then one person from the city came there and he saw this he said i want to buy that shining object and this cowherd was very surprised like why he wants to buy this just a merely a stone so he was quite smart he said no no i don't want to sell then he removed and took it to different people and asked them that what is this and how what is its cost so he went to uh, ordinary shopkeeper he asked what is this cost of this stone how much you will give he looked at it and he said i will give you 500 rupees then he went to some other person he said oh i will give you 1000 rupees and so on finally he went to a person who knows about it was a diamond he knows about diamond who knows about the jewels so he went to that person and he asked how much you will give 
So he looked at it and he said, I will give you 500 rupees. So at that moment, the diamond broke into 100 pieces and just fell down there. So it's a strange story. So someone asked the diamond, what happened? You did not break when others said 500, 1000 and all. He said they did not know. But here this fellow knew about my worth and he is talking about it in such a uh, cheap way. So I just broke. Here also Bhagwan says that not knowing my supreme nature, people disregard me, disrespect me. Not knowing that I am the Bhuta Maheshwaram. So personally also we should remember that whether we experience it or not, that my real nature is that supreme Brahma alone. When we don't know this, all our actions and all our knowledge become just a waste of effort. That is what now Bhagwan says in the next verse. Moghasha Mogha Karmanaha Moghatnyana Vichetasaha Rakshasima Surincheva Prakratim Mohinim Shritaha Moghasha Mogha Karmanaha Moghatnyana Vichetasaha So one who doesn't know the real nature of God or one who doesn't know the real nature of one's own self one who doesn't comprehend one's own self, that person's life goes totally waste only. Bhagwan says, such a person, vichetasaha, distracted in his mind, moghasha, all his expectations are all vain, mogha, mogha means all wasted, vain, has got vain expectation, Mogha karmanaha performs all vain actions. Moghatnyanaha acquires all wasteful vain knowledge. And why such a thing happens? Rakshasim asurin chayva prakartim mohinim shrita. He takes, such people take refuge in my negative prakriti. Rakshasi, asuri. Hmm. And Mohini Prakriti, they take refuge in my Rakshasi, Asuri and Mohini Prakriti. In the, in the later chapters, in the 16th chapter, Bhagavan will talk about Daivi and Asuri Prakriti. See, one is Prakriti. Again, Bhagavan divides this Prakriti into Daivi and Asuri Prakriti. Asuri Prakriti is Tamasik and Rajasik. Daivi Prakriti is Sattvic. Broad classification. It is, the individual has got choice to take support of Asuri Prakriti 
और दैवी प्रकृति ऑल ऑफ अस वी हैव बोथ दिस प्रकृति इन अस अवर माइंड अवर इंटेलेक्ट इज मेड अप ऑफ बोथ आसुरी एंड दैवी प्रकृति इन रामायण ऑल्सो there is a beautiful statement by vivishan when he talks to ravan he says that this daivi and asuri prakriti are there in everyone sumati kumati sabake here hi that sumati and kumati is there in everyone but you are taking support of your kumati rather than taking support of your sumati all of us we have in us good qualities and bad qualities also potentially they are there potentially we have anger all of us sitting very nicely softly here but don't think that you are oh, so nice and wonderful anger can come into you me anger can come sometimes we start wondering are ye to kitna shant vyakti why is getting so annoyed anger is there inside tulsidas ji says even chandan chandan is very calm and soothing and cool and all but when you rub that chandan or the tree also fire can also come out of it so each one of us we have this daivi and asuri prakriti potentially asuri prakriti means what do you call uh, this uh, himsa अभिमान दंभ दर्प क्रोध गर्व ऑल दिस प्राइड प्रिजुडिस एंड हिपोक्रेसी एंगर जेलेसी फियर ऑल दिस आर आसुरी प्रकृति इट इज देयर पोटेंशियली इन अस ऑल ऑफ अस वी हैव बट एट द सेम टाइम वी हैव इन अस लव potential to love potential to be compassionate potential to be totally selfless potential to be totally peaceful with full faith in that supreme power all the good qualities are also there within us and they keep on bubbling up these qualities sometimes the asuric prakriti comes up sometimes daivi comes up and different uh, at different times and all they keep on coming up into our mind their expressions are seen in our mind it is up to us to take support of asuri or daivi prakriti it's very interesting this two this and the next shloka it gives us the whole psychology of our sadhana our sadhana as as i mentioned yesterday also in the initial stages our sadhana is to just choose choose what is good choose what is right the choice comes in front of us the options are there in front of us we have to choose what is right sometimes we have to use our will power to choose and stick to our decision at times it becomes easy if we are in the company of good to choose the right becomes easy if we are not in the company of good to choose right becomes very difficult this is all everyone's experience but the choice is with us 
in kathopanishad also it is said this this choice between they are they are called shreya path of shreya and preya path of good and path of pleasant it comes in front of all beings one who chooses the good attains god one who chooses the pleasant attains samsara attains bondage it is there in front of us anger can come and we can take support we can take support means we justify anger we keep on uh, encouraging it it is like taking support of it we take support of our pride we can take support of our greed we can take support of our fears so it is like taking support of the negative prakriti so bhagwan says rakshasim rakshasim means one who gives trouble to others without any rhyme or reason hmm rakshas like ravan and all rakshas asura asur means one who likes to indulge in in low things in negative uh, activities and all drinking and smuggling and all sorts of things they are called asur asuchi vartate asuchi means in impure thing likes to revel in impure things they are called asuras rakshasas are those who likes to give trouble to others Hariva, I did not know this classification. Let me see who I am. See if you turn that word rakshasa, ulta. If you do, it becomes sakshar. Sakshar means educated. But when you do it ulta, it becomes rakshasa. Rakshasa is one who is educated. Educated means literate. but doesn't know how to use his his education his literacy his learning ravan was educated well learned he had 10 heads he was master in the vedas and all but he 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 became a rakshas only because he did not use his learning properly he used it just to trouble others he liked his brother's viman and he grabbed it he used to trouble all the rishi munis who were doing tapas so they are called rakshasas but asuras are those who indulge in all tamasic activities and mohini mohini prakriti is also that which deludes us that which makes us more and more dumb ha huh? this is all tamasic no the more and more we indulge in those uh, uh, activities it makes us more and more dull more and more dumb so bhagwan says these people who do not understand my real nature they take support of my rakshasi asuri and mohini prakriti and their life becomes a great waste they have false expectations mohasha vain false expectation see all of us we strive to fulfill our expectation our desires but if those desires are basically false then our whole effort becomes a waste only 
if we analyze our own expectation, if you just sit back, relax and just look at all your expectation, you will find that many of them are just false, they are just imaginary. Aisa hoga, vaisa hoga. Imaginary expectations we have from ourselves, from our relatives, from our children, from our friends, from our government, from the, from the society. And when this do not get fulfilled, we become sad. So they mog asha. They have false expectation. Why false? Because the nature of things are not understood. We don't have proper wisdom about our own nature, about the nature of this world, about the nature of God. Therefore, we have false expectation. It's like we have some chili in front of us and we expect it to be sweet. And then we eat and we don't find it sweet and then we curse the world. So, false expectation. In order to fulfill those false expectations, we perform action. Those ex- actions also become a wasted effort. Wasted actions. Moga karmana. In order to fulfill, I mean, perform those karmas and all, we try to gain proper knowledge and all. But this knowledge, since it is based on this all false expectation and all, this knowledge is also equally vain, equally false. So, a person who takes support of this Rakshasi, Asuri and Mohini Prakriti lives in a world of false knowledge, false actions and false expectation which doesn't get fulfilled and as a result experiences deep sorrow and pain in life. Hmm. Pain in life. We expect security, we expect happiness in the world outside. But really happiness lies within. So this expectation of happiness in the world outside is called Mogasha. In order to gain those happiness, we keep on performing various types of action. They appear very busy from day to night. People are so busy, it's quite amazing. Constantly doing something, having meeting, traveling here, there and all those things. But all these actions also goes waste only. Ultimately, So they are wasted effort. Our Swamiji used to say, wasted effort means telling a hair-raising story to a bald person. (laughs) Wasted effort. (laughs) (laughs) Means, it's like uh, you keep on walking on that um, treadmill, you reach nowhere. Or that bell goes, goes, gumte reta hai. It seems as though he is traveling, like whole day he is traveling. Other bell who is standing, aram se there, he says, kitna kaam karta hai. He is all the time walking, I don't know where he is going. But poor fellow is there only. Similarly, people are busy. But what have you attained after so much of uh, working, 
What is there in your hand? What can you carry with you? No, no, I can carry my, you know, credit card and all. <laughs> no, no, what can you carry after that? What can you carry? What can you carry with you? What is not left behind? See, body is left behind, everything, your wealth is left behind, everything is left behind. What we carry is what becomes one with our uh, nature, what is very close to us, our swabhav, what we have, our wisdom which we have acquired, the good samskar which we have acquired, that we can carry with our, after our death also. So all these karmas which we perform to fulfill those desires which are false by very, its very nature is wasted effort. Like that uh, uh, Alexander the Great came all the way. Wasted effort. What did he attain? He just khali hat chale gaya. Then moghat and different types of knowledge people try to acquire in order to fulfill those desires. And nowadays we give importance to even those knowledge which are totally useless. What we call general knowledge and all. Totally useless like I tell you. But people spend so much of effort. Who is the president of this country? What did they, when he was born? What is this, this? All sorts of things. And if you know, you will become Karodpati then. <laughs> so trying to acquire knowledge which are totally a waste. So, Moghatnyana, Mogha Karmanaha, Moghasha, this is the biography of many, many people who are viketasaha, who are distracted, who do not understand the real nature of God, who do not understand their own real nature. Their whole life goes waste because they take support of this Rakshasi, Asuri and, and Mohini Prakriti. This is one side of the picture. Now the other side, Bhagavan shows in the next verse. Those who take support of the Daivi Prakriti, how are they? What is their difference? He says, Mahatmanastumam Partha Daivim Prakritim Ashritaha Bhajankyananyamanasaha Nyatvabhutadhimavyam Mahatmanastumam partha Daivim prakritim ashritaha Ah, hey Partha, those people who take support of my Daivi Prakriti, Daivim Prakritim Ashritaha, who take support of my Daivi Prakriti. And what is this Daivi Prakriti? Which is made up of all good qualities, Sattvic quality, like Shama, Dhamma, uh, quietude of the mind, control of the senses, 
ह्युमिलिटी कंपॅशन लव्ह विजडम फेथ काइंडनेस शेअरिंग केअरिंग सर्विंग ॲटिट्यूड अकॉमोडेटिंग ॲक्सेप्टिंग सो मेनी क्वालिटीज विच आर देअर दे आर लाईक दैवी संपत्ती दे आर कॉल्ड संपत्ती एल्सवेअर भगवान कॉल्स इट दैवी संपत्ती संपत्ती मीन्स वेल्थ दिस इज द रिअल वेल्थ सी वेल्थ इज दॅट विच हॅज गॉट सम एक्सचेंज वॅल्यू वी कॅन गिव्ह इट अँड बाय समथिंग वॉट इज द अल्टिमेट वी वॉन्ट द अल्टिमेट थिंग विच वी वॉन्ट इज पीस इज हॅपीनेस अँड टू बाय दॅट वॉट इज रिक्वायर्ड इज दैवी संपत्ती विथ आसुरी संपत्ती वी कॅनॉट बाय आसुरी संपत्ती इज हेल्पलेस इन गिव्हिंग अस पीस अँड क्वाइटिट्यूड अँड हॅपीनेस अँड अल्टिमेटली मोक्ष कॅनॉट बी अटेन बाय आसुरी संपत्ती बाय अँगर बाय जेलेसी बाय ग्रीड बाय फिअर बाय सॅडनेस बाय प्राईड वी कॅनॉट अटेन दॅट सुप्रीम स्टेट ऑफ रिअलायझेशन सो दिस दैवी संपत्ती इज ऑल्सो विदिन अस during the day also in 24 hours you will find there are times when the mind becomes very is very peaceful there are times when thoughts of deep compassion deep forgiveness arise in our mind there are times when we are filled with love so those are the the rare moments when the daivi sampatti is trying to come up so one should encourage it one should uh, assert it one should think about it welcome it respect it hmm pay attention to it then it becomes more and more strong one should express it if there is compassion in our heart we should express it in our action it becomes strong it gets uh, validated it gets strengthened because of that hmm. so constantly when we take support of this daivi prakriti then what happens bhagwan says such a person becomes mahatma such a person is called mahatma mahatma means one whose atma is mahan hmm atma is mahan means whose self is large large self means one whose self accommodates the whole world see a little person is one whose self is confined only to his body but a mahatma is one whose self accommodates the entire creation even the tiny little ant or animal or bird is also included in the self of a mahatma he is considered is the other beings also as his own self so such a person is mahatma why he is mahatma he is taking support of the daivi sampatti daivi sampatti by nature is expansive it it includes everything it's like a, for example compassion compassion binds all people violence divides hatred fear divides but compassion binds all 
So this daivi prakriti is one which binds all of us. It is there within us. We have to express it in our life. Whenever we get a chance, we should express it. Every day, it should be expressed towards someone or other. It should be at our own. It should begin in our own own family. We may learn so many things. Express this goodness towards your own, what you call, husband, wife, children, parents, neighbors, friends, animals, birds, plants, trees. It should be expressed. So, Mahatmanas tumam partha, he partha, tu, tu means but, but means as compared to the Asuri, these people are totally different. He partha, daivim prakriti mashveta, those who take support of this daivi prakriti, what do they do? Bhajanti ananya manasa, they with a single pointed mind, they worship me. Me means not one particular rope of Bhagwan but they worship me as the self of all beings. They worship me, they see me in the entire creation, and they serve me, they worship me. Bhajanti ananya manasa, nyatva, nyatva, bhajanti nyatva means having known, having understood, they worship me. Having understood what? Having understood me as the very source of this entire creation, and the uh, as avvayam, as imperishable Lord of this whole world, knowing my nature, that I am the very Lord of this world, the very source of this creation, I am imperishable, knowing this, they worship me. They see me in every being. So this is the, these are the two paths which are shown here, the path of taking support of Devi Prakriti and the path of taking support of Asuri, Rakshasi and Mohini Prakriti. The path where we become violent, that is Rakshasa. The path wherein we indulge in low negative things, that is Asuri. That, uh, the path wherein we become more and more dull and stupid, that is Mohini Prakriti. Hmm. Or we can take support of the Daivi Prakriti. The choice is in our hand. The remote is in our hand. We have to choose. So, Mahatmanas Tumam Partha Daivim Prakriti Mashritaha Bhajanti Ananya Manasaha Nyatva Bhuta Adimavyam. Like Vibhishan, who was in Lanka living among all the Rakshasas and all, but he chose God. Like uh, this beginning of Mahabharata also, this Duryodhana and Arjuna, both of them approach Bhagwan Krishna. But, and uh, Arjuna chose Bhagwan Krishna and Duryodhana chose his army. He said, army is better. Krishna ko leke kaha jayenge? He will keep advising in between. <laughs> so he chose the army. But Arjuna chose Krishna. He said, if I have Krishna, I have everyone, everything. So Daivi Prakriti, if you choose, 
यू एटेन गॉड आसुरी प्रकृति राक्षसी प्रकृति मोहिनी प्रकृति मीन्स तामसिक राजसिक प्रकृति इफ वी चूज वी गेट बाउंड इन टू दिस वर्ल्ड इट इज अप टू अस एंड वी कैन डू इट एट एवरी मोमेंट एवरी मोमेंट द थॉट ऑफ बीइंग गुड एंड थॉट ऑफ बीइंग बैड इट कीप्स कमिंग फ्लक्चुएटिंग इन अवर माइंड इट्स लाइक द एसी करंट ना alternating current it keeps it's like a cycle zig 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 it keeps coming constantly to do good we have to put forth some special effort we have to forget our selfishness we have to become more fearless we have to have faith in god and the existence sometimes people are afraid of being good Sometimes people discourage their own children when they are getting good. They say, इतना अच्छा बनो मत दुनिया आपको जो है बहुत तंग करेगी एंड इवन वेन सम पीपल गुड पीपल आर देर वी टॉक अबाउट डेम इन अ नेगेटिव वे ओनली बेचारा भला आदमी है बट वाई यू आर सींग बेचारा बेचारा में यूजलेस नो वॉट टू डू भला आदमी है we think that being asuri daivi i mean these rakshasi and all is getting more smart we teach our children you should be smart you know you should know how to reply to your friends and to your this and that you should not take anything lying down and that fellow then uses the same technique against the parents <laughs> then the parents suddenly wake up and say mujhse smart mat bano don't try to act smart with me but please act smart with my friend with my neighbor with your other colleagues and all but not with me but you are only teaching the child to be smart you should not teach the child to be smart you should teach the child to be wise to be good smartness is not good hmm. smartness is a, this rakshasi prakriti only ravan was very smart <laughs> ravan was very smart वट इज राक्षसी प्रकृति सो महात्मास्तु मार्थ दैवी प्रकृतिमाश्रिता भजी अन्य मनस ज्ञावा भूतादिम व्यय अगेन अबउट दिस पीपल हू टेक सपोर्ट ऑफ दिस दैवी प्रकृति एंड दिस महात्मा द लाइफ स्टाइल भगवान रिवील्स इन द नेक्स्ट वर्ड्स ही सेज सततम कीर्तयो मां यतंतृढ़व्रता नमस्त मक्त निुक्ता उपासते सतत कीर्तयो मां he says those who take support of my daivi sampatti daivi prakriti satatam kirtayantah they constantly sing my glory they know the whole world is expression of that supreme reality and they sing my glory only they see 
my glory in each and everything of this world. Like Hanumanji, when he returned from Lanka, Bhagwan asked him, that, how did you achieve such great thing? He said, it is all your glory only. I did not do. I am just a monkey. Jumping from one branch to another branch is my habit. I just jumped and reached Lanka. It is all your glory. So, one who deeply understands and takes refuge in good, this Daivi Prakruti, will start seeing the whole world as glory of God. It's very interesting. You will start seeing each and everything of this world as a great miracle, as a great uh, expression of that supreme reality. Every step, every thought and everything which is happening, you will see it as the glory of the Lord. Satatam kirtayantaha. Satat, they will do kirtan. Satat kirtan doesn't mean that chobis ghante tabla bajati kirtan karte hai. That is also is fine. But kirtan means to sing the glory. Sing doesn't mean with music and all, but to express, to say that whole world is the glory of that supreme Lord only. We are living, we are breathing, that is Bhagwan's glory. We can, otherwise this body is made up of mitti only. If once that person dies, this whole body gets converted into mitti. And nowadays all this electric, what is it called? Uh, and this is daldiya body, once ekdam pura jata hai. What? Ash. Itna bada sharir, itne se isme dal ke log then take it to Haridwar. Yikon hai kya hai? Ne Babuji. And that too, they don't keep it at home. You bar rak dete kahi patanga ke. Lal kapde ne. Why the Babuji is outside? He has built his house. Why can't you? No, no, no. Pandit ji ne kaha, bari rak do karke. Such a huge person who has attained such greatness in this world. Unke naam se log ghabra jate te. Unko aap bahar tanga dete hai unko. And then just drop him in Ganga ji. So, it's such a miracle that this body which is made up of mitti is now sitting, talking, walking. Isn't it a great miracle? I tell you, it's a great... One should sing this glory of Bhagwan. Satatam kirtayantamam yatantaha dhadavrataha with deep strive, with firm resolve to attain that oneness with God, to experience their oneness with God. With firm resolve, they strive. Yatantaha dhadavrataha namasyantaschamam bhaktya with great devotion in their heart, they do namaskar to me. They see me in this whole world and they do Namaskar. Namaskar means they bow down. They become humble in front of me. Humble who? The ego becomes soft. See, ego becomes great when it doesn't know the greatness of God. But when it understands the greatness, it, it, becomes, it becomes soft. It understands that I am 
this I, the ego, is nothing in front of this beauty and glory and strength of the Lord. It's called Namaskar. Namaskar means Naman Karna, Chota Banjana, Kam Hojana. What? The Ahankar should become totally less. Na Mama, Namaskar, that word has also come from uh, two, uh, two words called Na Mama, not mine, not mine, everything is yours, O Lord. Namaskar. Namashyantyashyamam bhaktya, with total devotion, they do Namaskar to me. They see me in the sun, in the moon, in the mountains, in the rivers, in the human being, animal, birds, plant, and they do Namaskar to me. In our Indian culture, we have this great culture of doing Namaskar. When we do Namaskar, we say, Jai Shri Ram, Hari Om, Ram Ram. We do Namaskar to that divinity which is there in you. We bow down. We, this uh, hands also, this, all these fingers represents our sense organs, organs of action, organs of perception. We bring them together. And our mind, intellect, ego also, we, we bow down and it is a symbol of surrender to that divinity. I surrender to you, O my Lord. I do namaskar to you. Namaj in, in Islam, the namaj is nothing but namaskar only. I surrender to you. I do namaskar to you. So, namasyantyasya maam bhaktya nitya yukta upasate constantly tuned to God, they constantly worship me. Nitya yukta constantly tuned to me, upasate, they serve me, they worship me. Who? Those who take support of my daivi prakriti. More about this we will see in our class tomorrow.